Hey there. Sweet T, what's going on, man? Sweet T here with Sweet P. Yep, that's our new nicknames here at the comics table. We are at the comics table today. Let us know what you think of our new nicknames at the comics table. Write it yeah. in the comments below the video. There's no video or Is comments. Video? We're, we don't even know what service we're going to use to post these things. I think, I think they should just write it on a piece of paper, make a paper airplane, and throw it out to the universe, see if it gets to us. Yeah. Just Guys, do us, that. Let it. Let us know. Let Sweet Tea and me, Sweet Pea, know what you think of us. Make a make a make a snowflake, like a winter snowflake, like you do at the at the mic. Sometimes you'll cut up a piece of paper into a snowflake. Sometimes very I sweet. Will. Yeah, it's very sweet tea of you. And uh, I like to have you sign those snowflakes, and then I put it in my bag and I keep it. The song's back. The theme <laughs> music is back. Oh yeah. You know when you do that it feels it feels unsettling to the listener because they thought they'd come in for a landing and then you just hit the gas on the plane again and we take back off. That's exactly what happened. There we go again. Taking another Ladies, round around New York and City. This is your captain speaking. We're going to make a landing. Um but I just want you all not to be afraid. I'm I have throat cancer. Thirty years of smoking. I have. I I can confirm visually that Tristan is not using a device to make that uh, voice. Are Are you doing an inhale as you speak? Yeah, you gotta. I don't think you can do that voice in like exhale. Oh, that's horrible, ladies, sounding. ladies and gentlemen. That's horrible. I I've only met one person that had to use that device, and it was my high school uh, custodian, Mister Lewis who they would drag into assemblies in front of the whole school to talk about how smoking is bad for you. Did he did he sound like this? Or was he like no. Yeah, that lady, yeah. Happens. Oh. Read a children's story about or sing a lullaby. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> she says that word. The way she says lullaby is horrible. Lullaby. Oh man. And you can hear the device, the machine, the breathing device. Like, yeah, it's brutal. Ugh. The video to go along with that is uh, she's got nice hair. That's I mean, all I got to <laughs> say. Real nice hair. I was going to say, she sounds beautiful. Does she look like uh, uh, Rachel looked, from she, Friends? Uh, sort of. Jennifer Aniston? Sort of. Like after, like just after like, a, a horrible uh, five-car pileup <laughs> caused the, the removal of half of her face. Yeah. Jesus, is, is that like so? So she didn't just have like throat cancer; she had everything cancer. No, she had. Well, no, she did, but they, they removed stuff, like part of her face. Seriously? Well, yeah. Look at look at that. Oh god. Oh yes, I've seen. This is the commercial they put on TV. Yeah, yeah that tracheotomy just bouncing like that. Yeah, it's just uh, bouncing in and out. Oh, uh, smoking is not. Can you imagine just fucking that hole right there? Stop it. <laughs> uh, speaking of dirty tracheotomies. Um, that's a great band name, the Dirty Tracheotomies. No, uh, my dad is a tractor mechanic, and we, we'll go to tractor pulls, and there's one character hanging around on the tractor pull scene who breathes through a tracheotomy in his neck. Is it the old Marlboro man? It, no, he's not handsome. He he looks like the male version of that person. Well, the Marlboro man at the end is never handsome. That's true. Yeah. Uh, not, like, not like Sweet Pea over here. Well, I'm handsome for now, uh, but if I pick up smoking, kids, yeah, like, all goes or getting away. a five pi- car pile up while Rachel's giving you a B job in your. Uh, well, actually, you would be worth you, it. You'd be on your motorcycle, wouldn't you? 
Oh god, that is how I'm gonna go. By the way, it's gonna be a horrible. It's gonna be very sad if if that happens. But at least you'll be cool, dude. At least you'll be cool going out. You'll be like James Dean. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he died in a car, but he lives in L.A., so that's expected. Burn out, not fade away. That's right. With this guy at the tractor pulls with the tracheotomy, he his his that device is like taped on. Yeah. And the tape is always just covered in dirt and grease. Yeah. He's hanging around tractors all right. day. Right. A lot and of infection. Starts, yeah. It starts pe- the tape's like peeling up, and it's just like, dude, you gotta cover that or wear a scarf. Or, <laughs> or pick yeah, we could even hobby. do like a don't don't the uh, the cowboys have the like the handkerchief yeah, like things? Yeah, like an ascot. Yeah. He's too cool for that, man. Patrick, uh, or Sweet Pea, is uh, dying over here. I've got severe allergies. And we're in, like, up. the room of dust right now. Dusty room. You got two cats. We're recording in... I So people will hate me, but I have a second bedroom in in Manhattan that... Well, it's not I much to be jealous of. I don't use it. It's just full of stuff. It's like somebody's horrible attic in here. You have, like, a 46-inch TV on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's like halfway up the wall. It's, it's mounted really professionally. Right. It looks like a glorious TV to watch yeah. a game on. It's plasma but baby. Just a pile of shit in front of it. Yeah. There's no way no one ever watches it. Can ever watch that. I thing. bought it for my cousin because he was uh, clearing out his uh, like this house that he lived in before he left the country. And you inherited? Oh, you bought it. I bought it from him for like nothing. You get a good deal. It was like a hundred bucks. That's a very good deal for yeah, that TV. This TV's, you know. I'm a Craigslist guy. I shop on Craigslist a lot for stuff. And yeah, this was like, like a Craigslist special right here, basically. Yeah, you killed it. For all uh, intent purposes. Do all the pixels work? Yeah. Wow. The, well, they do, but the thing is, it's a plasma TV and it gets burned in so easy. Oh, you got to be careful. You yeah, and then the I have to run saver. like the, the screen refresher like constantly to try to get rid of the burn in. I don't know anything about that. I have an LCD or LED. No, that's the way to go. OLED L- really is what you need now. Maybe that's what I have. Sweet, sweet OLED. It's a 52 incher. No, 50. That's what she no, said. 52, yeah. yeah. I was going to say 55. 52 incher. If she said that's a 52 incher, she would not be able to fit it anywhere. Even well, if she we talk, had a depends on what girl we're talking about, you know? That's what true. if she was this girl? <laughs> you could put it all the way through her body and out of her neck. What if she was the 50 foot tall woman? How, if the fifty foot tall woman, a fifty two incher, that's only like less than six feet. That's 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 not that big. <laughs> She's gonna need a bigger, bigger piece of equipment. She would, yeah, I think so. I think that would be. Let me see. Uh, my favorite here. You ever listen to the tubes? No. This is. Um, I just like playing stuff on uh, that that we have got no permission. Uh, to 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 use at all because I know that no one's going to be listening to us so uh, or at least for now you know I think you wanted to be a radio DJ in another life I was I was I was a radio DJ uh, in college oh yeah yeah what was your DJ name Sweet T Smith I I you know what I don't know if I had a DJ name I don't know if I did that I, it, that would have been a good one though DJ Sweet T Smith Madison Wisconsin. Oh, you know what? Like, because where'd you is... go to school? Michigan? No, like college. Well, where'd you grow up? New Jersey. Oh yeah, and then school was in New Hampshire. Nope. Uh, We're learning about each other today. Uh, West Virginia. West Virginia. Yep. Out Me and all my sticks. cousins. We yeah. were just like let's, let's learn. <laughs> let's learn right now. Let's learn about it each other's bodies. Like you got like somebody else's saliva in your mouth when you talk like that. Like maybe a, a relatives. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. Uh, my brother went to West Virginia. It was actually a very cool town, Morgantown, West Virginia. Uh, that doesn't sound like a great town. It's cool. It's a cool college Maybe town. Maybe it is, though. It's, like, it's always ranked on that uh, Playboy list of party schools. All right, who's this? This is a Tube song. The band is called Tubes? Tubes. You know that song? Don't fall in love. No. She's a beauty. This song's called Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Uh, oh, that Can you bass. feel that? It's that... It's that... Um, that 80s yeah that 80s like synth bass oh yeah that's all just programmed there's not a human playing anything in this song yeah oh yeah i think we should just do an entire podcast episode listening to this whole album (laughs) we could just review it it, like in real time here we go british band no, I think they're. I think this. Well, actually, I don't know. You thought the hook was coming, but that's the verse where they just that they, they they get up to the. They're trying the to pull you up the mountain, right? Yes. But before you get to peek over the the, the edge of it, they, they go they back pull to you the back bottom. Down. Yeah, and they're like, "This is what we're gonna do." Okay, here's the pre-chorus. Here we go. We're about to get it. I think. Oh yeah. Whistle added by Sweet Tea. You pretty much got it there. That was it. That's all you needed. I wanted to hear the breakdown, but that's fine. We can. We'll we'll probably revisit it later. We will. It'll creep back into the song. I got it. Into the pod. Yeah. Uh, There was a Talking Heads vibe in there. Just like Uh, the quality of his voice. I I could hear that. Yeah. Sounded a little bit like David Byrne. You know, I'm sad that that more people don't know about the Tubes. They were just kind of an. uh, uh, like an odd band, but you know. Well, we've got I, tens like, like of thousands of listeners that uh, are now turned on to the two. Well, here so. we go. Here we go. Everybody's heard this one. Um. Because you will not believe your eyes. You've heard this one, right? I've never heard this in my life. Yes, you have. Everybody's heard this. Get me the hook. Okay. Oh, they get, they're building up to it. There's a lot of build up with the tubes. Yeah. You know. They're not just going to give it right to you. Yeah. They need room to flex. Here we go. I don't think I've ever heard that. Wow. You uh, Listen, can some of our listeners call in right now <laughs> if you've heard this song? This is Mary. I live in New Jersey, and I've heard this song so many times. There we go. Thank you, Mary. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, I guess. Well, we don't have any. We don't have any lines for anybody me. to call in. So I guess people could just like make that paper airplane. Make that paper airplane. Over. Call it. Call in the calls that way. Get we're that paper airplane do, yeah. to fly back in time to the moment we're recording this podcast. That would be great. Could you imagine your window just opened and a paper airplane flew into my lap and I opened it and and it was a response. Then to that I question. know that both our podcasts will be successful and that wizards do exist and that we live in the matrix and nothing yes. is real. There we go. That's two. You know what's sad is that if we do live in the matrix and nothing is real and powers beyond our control put us in this moment like why did they put us here like in this room at this time like couldn't we be on a beach with beautiful women we or could something? be though but that's the thing it's like in the in the multiverse 
you know, we're, we are on, we're in this. Like in, everything, was, everything's yeah. happening all the time right. in other Everywhere. universes. Yeah. We're yeah. just not, we're, our consciousness currently is not in that, that one. Well, that's too bad. Because <laughs> I'm like, the walls are closing in on me in here. So let's describe the room. It's probably a seven by 12 foot room. It's a room. coffin. It's like a coffin size. Uh, and the one window looks out into the fire shaft of mm-hmm. the apartment building. It's a, it's a well-lit fire shaft. Yeah, you do get actual nice sun a, playing off Yeah, there. it's a girthy fire shaft. Yeah, that shaft is, uh, it's it's veiny. There, You could see some, some real, you know, some uh, gutter tubes and wiring, just like the, the, the veins of a shaft. Right. Uh, some scarring. Well. Some barnacles it's been a it's it's been banging the middle of this building for a long time yeah yeah it's just nestled in there uh so so there's a the, where the window is there's an uh, angle on the corner and then every wall has just stuff everywhere there's stuff everywhere in here well let me see that's my record collection over there i got a record collection. when's the last time you put a vinyl record on anything to play last week which one i don't buy it a led zeppelin album Where's your Where's your record player? It's in, right It's right there underneath those that box of Van sneakers. So you moved those sneakers to open your record player to play Led Zeppelin. Well, no, because because you know, I, uh, yeah, I did. Here's what I'm saying: I don't believe that you listen to records, and it's time to get rid of them. No way, man, never. What are you holding on for? <clears throat> I got, I do listen to records. I have got I got a got a bunch of uh, the latest Radiohead albums because I'm a All hipster. Right, let me ask you this: Why is your snowboarding helmet and goggles out? It's June because <laughs> they have to go into storage. Yeah, and it's not snowboarding. They it's gone I'm a skier. They well, they could have gone into skier. storage uh, on March like 30th. My pock helmet has been dinged up, you know, to say the least. So what do you hit like double blacks? Oh yeah. Are you a good skier? I I can ski double blacks. Yeah, yeah. With ease. Um, when I would say with double blacks, like there's if it's if it's moguls and stuff, it's it's Here challenging. Sweet tea down the double blacks. Yeah, look at him. He's uh, he's carrying if that weight in his hips. Which most most of the most of the uh, the really, uh, I, I honestly I like just doing a black because then it that's pretty. What are these ticket stubs? They're ticket stubs. They're blank ticket stubs. To what? A movie theater? Yeah, I used to work at a movie theater, and I just kept a bunch of blank ticket stubs. You can get rid of these. This is like your nightmare in here, right? Yes. This is your nightmare. Oh, these are cool, though. They're like vintage. Like Yeah, they are. I worked at a movie theater. Did you? Yeah. Did you uh, tear tickets or sell concessions? Or? Uh, concessions, and I swept theaters. Did you make love to any of the patrons? No, I didn't stick around long enough. I only worked there a month. Oh, okay. Uh, that was like my job. I, I had a job at McDonald's that I worked at for two weeks. Yeah. Well, every winter break while I was at school, I got another random job. Yeah. I worked at a, I did oil changes one winter. Yeah, you did. I worked at an Arby's. Uh, and I how many oil? How many did. people did you do oil changes? I for? checked. Oh, I put my dipstick in uh, a lot let me of. See, people's. you did oil changes and you worked at a roast beef place. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the movie theater where you know you could do anything in the back row. Uh. Our, what our, what years know, were you at a movie theater? Like, do you remember some of the films that you saw for free? Um, yeah, I saw f- the most fucked up uh, movie of all time called Fat Girl uh, as a French film. Yeah, but what's one? Just first, tell us one that we would all know so that we know what years you were working there. Uh, American Beauty. Okay, so like 97, 98. Uh, it was more like 2000, 2001. American Beauty was... Let's let's see. We've got technology American here. American Beauty. Look I'm going to say ninety eight, ninety nine. 
Uh, I well, because I was in Seattle and I didn't move to Seattle until '99. How did I not know anything about you in Seattle? I don't know, man. We're learning today. We're learning all about. I thought each other. you were from West Virginia. I not Michigan, at all. I, I I've, I've only driven through West Virginia. <laughs> uh, fat girl sounds good. So when I worked at the movie theater, Castaway was out with Tom oh, Hanks. American Beauty '99. I was right. '99. I remember watching American Beauty with my friends and thinking it was like so brilliant, but it's kind of it's kind of trite, isn't it? No, nah, I, I still love it. I got to be honest, yeah, but I've, I could just really love trite things. It's a possibility. Me too. I'm I'm easy. I'm not like a high art person. I'm easy to impress for sure. I think uh, good performances, uh, good soundtrack. You know, I just noticed you have a Bill O'Reilly book in the house. Uh, that is from my parents and uh, called you know. Killing Lincoln. It's a history book. I know about that book. Uh, I haven't read it, but Bill O'Reilly has written some historical books. He's got one about Thomas Jefferson, doesn't he? Also. Yeah. Yeah. He's covering a lot of topics. Is this the score to American Beauty? Actually, that would be hilarious to do a podcast where you just constantly have does it like whenever you hear this song? Doesn't it just make you kind of want to tear up? Yeah, you think of Kevin Spacey. He's he's jogging. Mm. He's like, today is the day <laughs> that I die. You wouldn't know that today was the day I was going to die, but today was the day. Uh, you know what? This needs to have like Morgan Freeman do some kind of voiceover too. <laughs> I can't do. I can't do a good Morgan Freeman. I think you got to lower your voice mm. a little bit more and, and just do the and do have the tracheotomy all the smoothness sound. of a thousand years. You can't. You can't... Uh, you ever see his cigarette commercial from the 70s? No. It's pretty great. Look up... Do YouTube. Do a YouTube. And type in... I want in you to do a little YouTube over here. Morgan Freeman uh, commercial cigarettes. Okay. Uh, and he, he's got a lot of snap to his voice. He wasn't as patient with his voice. And it's obviously a higher voice because he's a younger man. Uh, but the voiceover is not... You'll know it's Morgan Freeman... But he doesn't have the wisdom to know that he can take his time delivering his lines. So far in the past 20 years, yes, sir. Granddaddy did good. Oh, man. Is he, on a, is he on a power line so or something? Why am I still smoking these short white cigarettes? <laughs> these short white cigarettes. He's like, these honky ass cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like working on a power line or something, right? Is that actually yeah, him? I think so. Holy crap. So that, why am I smoking these right short there. white Smooth. cigarettes? <laughs> Tell me. Tell me why. Stay black. Stay black. Stay black and long. Oh, stay black. Stay black and long. They're called black and black and long cigarettes. Yeah. You know what? He would have a commercial like that. Good for him. Yeah. Why am I smoking all these honky ass cigarettes? <laughs> stay black and long. Stay black. Stay strong. strong. Stay black and long. Thick as a motherfucker. <laughs> what is the? <laughs> is that the name of the cigarette? Is just black, black and, and long cigarettes. <laughs> I like. You it. know, my mom always liked black and longs. Do you cigarettes. like black and long? What about thick as a motherfucker cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> See if you can get your lips around this black. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even. You can't even. All right, well. It ain't no Virginia Slim. 
Oh God, it's bordering on on uh, racist, but I mean, he started lovably. it. He started <laughs> he it. He started it by making that commercial. Jesus. Oh, he did. All right. So, what was Fat Girl, the French film? Uh it was. Uh, I can only like. I'm gonna just give away the entire plot of this movie. I'm never gonna watch it. No one, I don't care. No if one you're ever listening, will. If any of our tens of thousands of listeners, spoil alert. Yeah, just just. Uh, just write down on a paper airplane that you would like us to stop saying this and throw it, throw into it out this of a window. Beautiful office yeah. that we're recording in right now. Um, so the whole film is about like this family. They're going on a holiday and there's holiday, holiday and there's a bit of a rivalry between um, the, uh, the 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 larger like younger, larger sister, and then the the, the older, like really beautiful sister. Uh-huh. She's like fifteen or sixteen or whatever. Tale as old as time, right? Um, and um, uh, so there's some kind of like little romance thing going on with uh, the the older sister, and the parents find out. And a lo- a local, like they're on vacation. You said they're on vacation, and, and she's and hooking up with a local. I think that he is on vacation too. Um, I believe that's the deal. Like the, the, that, there's this boy in, on vacation, and then he gives her like his mother's ring, which uh-huh. is you know a big no no. And they find out, and then there's all sorts of trouble, and the parents are all upset, and blah blah blah. So then, um, uh, the mom's like, "I'm going to uh, take you, take you girls home because you know." this thing and the dad's like well i'm gonna i'm gonna stay here i've got work to do and i'll i'll come i'll come meet you guys up so the whole thing up to that point like that's most of the movie and it's Uh like pretty normal for the most part and um we gotta do like this kind of yeah like while i'm describing what happens next okay holiday right so they're on this this holiday and celebrate but then they're leaving because you know there was this thing with the older sister and um, they're driving along the road, and everything seems fine, right? And then um, the, the mom's like, all right, let's pull over, retire. We're going to stop at this rest stop. Something and then, happens with the fat sister. Well, so what happens is uh, while, they're, while they're at the rest stop, some guy comes up to the, the windshield, smashes it over, open with a wrench, hits the older sister in the face, like kills her immediately with oh a wrench, then strangles the mother, like just sits. There's a long scene. He's strangling the mother to death while the, the, the fat younger sister is peeing herself on the ba- in the back seat. The co- cut to the next day. The cops are scouring the area. They pull the, the uh, young sister out of the woods. She's alive. Uh-huh. And uh, she's, she stares defiantly into the camera and says, I was not raped. And then they freeze frame. And that's the end of the movie. Wow. So she... What's it about? I don't get it. What's the theme? What's the message? Um, it's it was kind of like the whole message was was like the way that at least what I got from it was the way that the the there was this whole discussion between the fat girl and the, and the and her sister about like how they how they you know perceived love and losing their virginity and desire and, right and like she desire? wanted to lose her virginity to some stranger which she. She did in a horrible oh, way. Oh, you're saying she said I was not raped. It was consensual. Is the well, not not that it was consensual, but like you like know, that this it is, did happen. This is yeah, sort of yeah. Like she's saying, I was sexually assaulted, but I'm not going to call it rape. 
I, kind of. Yeah, it was super fucked up. I mean, you just leave the movie being like, what the fuck just happened? Like, the you French, felt raped watching the movie. The French are uh, dark people. Yeah, they uh, are. Like, did you ever see Irreversible? I did not. Oh, man, that... I mean, that's got the most intense rape scene I've ever seen in a movie. It's horrible. That sounds horrible. Yeah, that literally... See, I don't want to see that. No, and that's... Well, That it was controversial because they show... It's a nine-minute long I've heard scene. about this, yeah, and they, they, they just brood, they like brutally like record it, and it's terrible. Yeah, and it's what's crazy is that uh, there's a, a, a penis in it that, yeah. that you see, and it's like... Uh, but that's the only thing they digitally added in. Like they added in this super realistic looking organ uh, digitally, yeah, and everything else is just insane. That's what happens when you give the French any kind of digital technology. Yeah, yeah they're they're they they just want to make dicks. They're they're it's a it's a culture of it's very sexual. Culture. I I love the French. I love. I got to be honest. Maybe maybe some hardcore hard swilling drinking American yeah. will disagree, but I do. No, I, I, I've 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 been to Paris a couple times. I like the French. I like you, the vibe there. Do you know the best thing about the Fat Girl film that I saw? What was it? Was not the film itself, but my manager at the movie theater. Yeah, what was this looked, an art house? Yeah, that you worked at all all of the all the theaters at least at the time. All the theaters in Seattle were all like art house theaters. There was yeah. like a couple of like blockbustery theaters, but for the most part, the rest of them were all really cool art house. I don't know that it's the case anymore, but that's the way it was. And my manager looked like a dead ringer for John Waters, uh-huh. you know, like a, like a scruffy Did John he, Waters. He had like so he didn't curate the mustache. Um, like it was still like a thin mustache, but yeah, it wasn't. He didn't curate the mustache or the hair. Imagine, imagine just John Waters like with like kind of bedhead. You yeah. know, he kind of had that look. And he, he would always just be like, I fucking love that movie. And he would just like <laughs> like laugh his ass off. He saw it like six times. He's like a secret sick fuck. Uh, he just finds like how fucked it up fucked up it was to be like really funny. Well, now I feel fucked like I've got to watch it. Uh, yeah. So so that so that was out around 99, 2000. Yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah, well, I, I worked at that movie theater for a couple of years. Um, I also um, and this I, is while you were at school. Yeah, while I was at school. So, which school did you go to? Cornish College of the Arts. Cornish. Cornish. What the hell is that? A college for the arts. Yeah, but like, what is the word Cornish? Uh, I don't know if it's name? like a person, maybe a person or a game hen. Which arts did you study? Uh, fine. What was your medium? <laughs> what were your mediums? Like drawing, photography, and like some video. That's cool. I mean, yeah. Uh, do you think the fine. big one is ever going to hit Seattle? Yeah, at some point it will. You I read mean, that New Yorker article about that? Yeah, I mean, but, you know, the big one's been due there for like 100 years. Yeah, no, and isn't it crazy that it could happen today or... An, in another 100 years. Yeah. Yeah. Another 100 years, who cares? We'll be dead, right? I hope not in my lifetime because Seattle's an awesome city and that would suck for it to be uh, trashed, but... Yeah. You know. Well, pe- I mean... Will people have enough time to get out of there? Or there's just going to be a ton of people that you know. Just on the plus die, side, we right? we might all kill e- ourselves and each other before that happens, and then that'll just like clean up some of the mess. It'll just clean up the bodies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God willing. I mean, that's kind of you know that's the direction of things, right? Like everybody, people, people just killing each other. Yep. We're gonna get dark with it. We could get dark. Let's put on that Madonna track again. Uh. What uh, what? 
what were some of your favorite experiences in the movie theater that didn't have anything to do with movies? Um, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I I I just it was only the movies. It was very very boring. Did you have a coworker that you were boyfriend girlfriend with? No, I had a, a coworker that really wanted to hook up with me, but I had to tell him that that was not really my jam. Uh yeah. When I worked at Arby's, we used to drink while working. And oh yeah, well, all, all of my coworkers would smoke and drink and all that kind of stuff. But that Did was you have stoner years. <laughs> I had a stoner week. I had a week. I was like being real stoner. Really? Yeah, that was it. It was just and one week. Why did it just why it just wasn't for you? Um no, it was really for me until like Friday and then and then I had a really, really bad time. Are you talking about this past week? No. It was oh. not I was in I was uh actually this was the first year of college and I went to RIT. This is when I was a DJ. Rochester on, Institute of Technology. Yes. And I was I was a DJ on WITR. So and, you went to two colleges? Yeah. And freshman year, you went to RIT? Um, freshman year, I did go to RIT. That's correct. And you were a radio DJ? You got a radio show in your I freshman w- year? Well, it, the deal with the radio station is if you went through their whole uh, training, program. training program that you could do it. And I, w- I really, really, that was one of my, actually, the two favorite things that I had there was was the radio station and f- and um, developing photos. Because uh-huh. they had an, an amazing photo lab there. Yeah. Dark room? Dark word. And actually, this is what my life was. I would wake up at 5 p.m. like as the sun was dipping like like a vampire, you know, and then I would go to the photo lab and I, I, my 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 radio show was like late night. So I could like I could kind of get away with like playing songs with curses in it and stuff. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, yeah, and I would just be up all night long doing stuff. And then I would go to bed at like, I don't know, like eight in the morning. Wow. Nine in the morning. Night owl. Yeah. And then I would do it all over again. I would like sleep all day long. Sweet tea, the I was night owl radio. So guy. depressed. Yeah. It was well, I was a Rochester, sweet black tea at that point. <laughs> Don't you get tired of smoking them short white cigarettes? Uh oh yeah, but wait, uh, Rochester's a depressing city. Well, it it you know, yeah, it can it can be, you know, it can be. I didn't have a car. Like if you don't it, like right there, that's going to make you depressed because it's very it's very snowy and it's isolating and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I needed a car, so um, I didn't have a car, and uh, but but so for spring break, I was like, I'm going to take an extra week, so I took three weeks for spring break. Did you go to Canada? No, I went to New Jersey, uh-huh. and then smoked pot with my friend who neither of us had smoked pot ever. <laughs> and you just one of you scored it, and you were just like, Let's yeah. His smoke girl, all his this. girlfriend had was like a big stoner, so we just uh, and actually the first time this is like so creepy, probably if I tell this story, but the first time we smoked, we were in we were in his basement, his parents' basement, where he lit. He lived with his parents, and uh-huh. we were living. In his, we were in his parents' basement. His girlfriend was with us, and we all smoked. I think between him and I, we smoked three balls because we really wanted to make sure it worked. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. And and then um, he proceeded to bang his girlfriend, like, on While the bed were, where we were, had been smoking, like, right next to me. Were you, like... Excuse me. Were you conscious? Or I was conscious, and sleeping? they knew I was conscious, did not care. Oh, they liked it. They, I think so. And so here's the thing. So I'm sitting there like, this is so fucking weird and awkward. And I was really high, so then I'm just listening to the sounds of sex, which are just like... <laughs> 
a lot of suction. Right, yeah. which is, and it just was so... A lot of plunging. Re- a lot of plunging. And the sounds were just so ridiculous, I just started laughing. Like giggling. Like, but, gig- but the giggling turned into like a full body laughing. And I was laughing so hard that like sounds were coming out of me that I didn't know were possible, that I'd never heard before. Because I was laughing so hard. start to sound so like hard. sex sounds also? No, it sounded like a fucking insane joker. <laughs> and so I'm laughing so hard. My friend, who's also high, starts laughing his ass off. And it gets to the point where we're both laughing so hard. I mean, I thought I was going to die. Like, we were both laughing so hard. And then finally we got control over it, and it cooled down. And then his girlfriend's like, um, he's still inside of me. And then we just, that set us off again, and we started laughing I mean, so that's hard. a good punchline that she dropped <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, that's an experience. I, I had sex with my girlfriend on the top bunk of a dorm room when uh, two of my roommates were home. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I did this fairly regularly. Like we'd all be drinking and hanging out and whatever and like crash at what, you know, late. And then usually one of my roommates, he would always leave the TV on. So I thought I thought I was always getting away with it. I would do it like real what I thought was real quiet and, and, and gentle. Like I'd slap her ass real softly. <laughs> and uh turns out years later, my my good buddy was like, you know, like I could hear that like all the time. Uh, I felt so bad. It's just like such a shitty roommate thing to oh, do. Man. I remember when I was in RIT, like, first of all, I never got late in RIT. That would never happen. Um, and ex- except one time I did wake up like from a deep sleep and I was like drooling on my pillow and I look over and there's two of the really cute girls from my hall sitting in my room just staring at me. That's creepy. It was really weird. And then they just got up and left. Were like they once like I woke up, ghosts. Maybe I don't they were ghosts. know. Like I don't know what the hell they were doing. They were definitely there. Maybe they were tripping and they were just maybe like observing. It was you. it was the weirdest thing. But that was the closest I came to getting laid in RET. <laughs> and there was I didn't like get laid freshman year at all. There was this couple that used to bang in the shower all the time. It was like a joint shower, oh, yeah, so they would just that. bang there all the time. But this girl was like insatiable, and I remember this guy talking about it. He's like, she wants to have sex like like so many times a day. I can't keep going, guys. I can't keep it up. <laughs> And like, yeah, like what a, what a, what do they call that? A being cursed with riches or something? <laughs> yeah, basically. Burden of riches. No, I get what it. It's that, like, she was like, phrase? she wanted to have sex like three, four times every day. Yeah. And he was like, I don't have influence. I think there was a period of like maybe six months of my life where I would have been capable of doing that. But it's since tapered yeah. way off. <laughs> For me, the refactory period is. Yeah. Takes some time. I have to be like super, super turned own. Yeah, I my problem now is uh super turnt. I don't have a lot of energy in general. <laughs> like just getting up your stairs today, I'm just like, man, five floors walking up like I can't. I don't have well, That's it why in you me. have to you got to have her do the cowgirl and uh and you just like fall asleep like take a nap. Right. You know, as long as as long as you can provide like a good disco stick. No, my my thing right now is I need to get in shape. I need to exercise. I everything's tight in my body. My I don't know what they're called, but I think they're called hip flexors. Like on the inside of my my groin area is all tightened up in there. Lady, this is for the ladies right now. I told my girl today, I was like, I don't want to do anything. All I really want to do, if I could do anything with my time today, is go rollerblading and stretch. Yeah, yoga. I don't want to do that. It's so you could fucking do boring. you could do rollerblade yoga. Yoga. I, yoga. Maybe I would like that. I don't know. Yoga is so boring. It's like it's frustrating because I can't do it perfectly. It's rare that I feel like it has an effect. Oh, you are you're a perfectionist. Yeah, rollerblading. You just blade, man. You just like coast. You're just rocking on a blade, bro. 
Yeah, you 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 sit into your into your stride. You feel it in your thighs. You see the world. You get to see nature. There's this nature path in my neighborhood. Well, not my neighborhood, but over toward where I live, you can rollerblade around this reservoir. It's beautiful, and it's like people are running. There's people on bikes. There's old men walking with weights in their hands, and they are getting in shape. And I've got my blades. I've got my heart, and that's all I fucking need. Hell yeah. Rock. Sometimes you're gonna I'll skate eat, backwards. You're going to eat metal and shit nails, Rock. <laughs> Sometimes I skate backwards, and it's more of a dainty kind of skating if there's more finesse involved. Sometimes I'll skate uphill for the power stroke. The power stroke. Yeah. Nice. So that's where I'm at. I just want to blade and stretch. You do any double blacks? <laughs> <laughs> you do any double blacks or short white cigarettes? <laughs> when y'all know roller, when I'm on my rollerblading, I like to do double blacks. Uh, you know what's funny is I'm I I I like to think I'm very good on rollerblades. Never skied in my life. I've only snowboarded. And double blacks are not pretty well, because, for me. Because you're a super cool dude, man, from the 90s. Pretty, so, of course, you can. Pretty cool dude. You got to snowboard, you know? Well, I skateboarded growing up and when then you, rollerbladed. Right. And then skis. Did you drink a lot of Fruitopia? <laughs> you know what? My mom did a good job. We, did, we didn't drink a whole lot of soda in the house growing oh, up. Oh, yeah. My mom wouldn't allow that. Uh, my dad would drink, uh, my would well, he would drink like caffeine free like diet coke oh that's what they call uh that's what they call when i interned at late night uh they called that dc no see diet coke no caffeine in the gold can right yeah and they would say can you give me a dc no see oh what a what a complete i don't even understand the point of that thing just a hip hip thing to say i think no no just the point of that drink oh yeah it's just a little bit of sugar well it's not real sugar i guess no right? it's not a little, little aspartame it's the gassy chemical water yeah why don't they just call it that gassy chemical water they should uh i love seltzer i would drink i could drink seltzer all day i just like the bubbles Do you I remember like clearly burn. canadian yeah and they flavored it right yeah that i love those those uh, things were so great back in back in the the 90s Actually, I heard they're coming back with it. They like horribly mismanaged the clearly Canadian company. Yeah, they were like the most profitable beverage company at the time. Like they changed the whole, they changed the game, man. Uh, who's like clearly Canadian? Like what? Because that's like kind of like like a person. It sounds negative. Like yeah, that guy's clearly Canadian. I think if you're wearing the the Canadian tuxedo, yeah, you're clearly Canadian. You're just being very nice to somebody. Like extremely nice. Are you watching The Bachelorette right eh? now? Never. Uh, Never should. watched The Bachelorette in my life. And I'm very proud of that fact. You should watch it. It's good. No. There's a Canadian guy who just got kicked off this week. He's so lame. Do you really watch this? Oh, yeah. Is this because... This is how Ross and I stay connected. Our our future marriage probably wouldn't be happening if it weren't for The Bachelorette. I feel like that's that's a thing with like... the only That's the only reason why men watch any of that is just to connect connect with their ladies. Yeah. Well, and also I worked in TV and like just knowing what's going on behind the scenes. I, I like I like uh, I like reality TV for that reason. Good people watch. It's like it's packaged people watching. I dig it. What time are we at? We got to head to our mic soon. Yeah, see, it just came like, up. It says LBC hosting on your computer. I know, man. We're like we're like uh, we're, we're almost forty minutes in. That's a pretty good size pod. Yeah. 
yeah, so we this is our second episode, and people might know this about us that we host a uh, open mic in New York City every every Thursday. It's true. We're comedians. Well, you are. It's debatable about me, man. Yeah, I don't what, even know anymore. Yeah, what's going on with you? You you okay? I'm good. Remy Falding just messaged me to see if he's on the list. I that is a big pet peeve of mine with these people that uh, message you about this mic. It's like until I get there, I'm not I'm not technically. Oh, I'm not on the clock. Yeah, but you're so nice. You know they know that you will that you will answer most likely. Yeah, do you think I invite people to treat me like a doormat in my life? Um, I mean, you know, you have a welcome mat out, that's for sure. Today's the 22nd, right? It's the 23rd. This guy in the office is putting these mic sheets in a very odd direction. Yes, he is. What is going on with Careful, that? he'll get fired. <laughs> the, way, the way this world works. Uh, it's not even filled out. This sheet is not even filled out, so Remy, I can't. Sweet P is is half. He's half in. Sweet P is half in the mic right now. Half in the half in the podcast. I'm not in the present moment. Is where I'm at. That's all right. We'll, we'll wrap this up in uh, four minutes. Well, let me that? let me ask you this. Yeah. So you think I'm too nice? No, I think you're you're just the right amount of nice. But I think that people, especially comics, will take advantage of nice if they can. Yeah. Uh, you give put your a, foot down. If give you, them an inch, they'll take them out. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting better about putting my foot down. Today, somebody tried to hire me for a videography job, uh, a co- comedy-related, and they were like, yeah, I was thinking we could just trade spots. And I was like, no, like I uh, do this for a living. And yeah. I didn't spell that out, but I just said, I, this is how much money I would need to do this job. And uh turned out into a negotiation where I got, I'm getting a little money, and I'm getting spots. There you go. And it was like a good... It feels right. You that know? works. And uh, old me, like even just like a year ago, me would be like, "Oh yeah, that's fine. Spots, sure." Uh, how many how many spots do you do a uh, a week? Would you say with mics? In counting general. mics? No, not in counting mics. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It, it's always ebbs and flows. Like some weeks it's zero. I would say at least one. Sometimes, like I, this week, I it's, feel like I constantly see you hosting stuff. This week it's uh, like three. Um, it's a good week. Yeah, well, and like I hosted a guy's show last night. I'm doing a spot tonight on another guy's show. And then Friday night, I'm just doing a spot because I'm photographing a show. Ideally, you wanted to get to get it to where you have um, seven spots or more a week, I think. And then do mics also? Um, I think at that point, like if, you, if you're doing like a spot or, or more every week or every day, then I don't know that you, you can need retire mics. from mics. I mean, you could, um, although I said, you know, like time's time. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, if, if I could, yeah, having a a bar show spot every night would be amazing. You can't Uh, be, you can't be above the mics ever. I don't think. No. Although some people like Kevin Dombrowski told me he, he stopped going to mics because they drove him crazy. And and I, I I mean, I don't want to, I can't remember if that's exactly how he said it, but that was the basics of it. And he's amazing. And, uh, it's like, if you can't handle them mentally, then don't do them. I hear you with any of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, if you can't handle comedy mentally, like there's a couple of people when I see them post publicly about how, like whatever they're going through. Yeah. It's almost like, are you sure this is for you? <laughs> like, are you going to be okay? Uh, Cause it might not be, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, that's true for me too. Like if, uh, I'm still like circling the drain of shit and poop that I am now in for your th- jokes in three or years just in general, no, just in general, like emotionally and like, well, not emotionally, emotionally I feel fine, but just, there are some environments where I'm just like, ugh, like, do I want to be in this place with these people like three years from now? No, you, know? you don't, you don't no. trust you. Yeah. What's that military uniform I see in the closet? It's my uh, grandfather's jacket from Korea. Wow. Maybe he served with my Uncle Richie in Korea. I don't know. We'll have to find. Is your Uncle Richie still alive? No, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. What uh, happens? That's what I liked about Mad Men. Watching Mad Men and seeing uh, Don Draper's experience from Korea and then picturing that age group. In those years, it helped me humanize my grandparents more. Yeah. Well, my grandfather was a uh, like a paramedic. Like he would pull people off the field and stuff like that. Wow. He's a Quaker. Is he still with us? No. You ever go to a Quaker meeting? Yes. I went to a Quaker boarding school for two years. Weird. Look at this Patrick learning all sorts of things. Are you about doing me. Uh, Quaker material? Because there's some interesting stuff in there. I don't. You know, I think people are so ignorant about like what Quakerism is all about. Like, it might, I don't know how well it would fly. You gotta, you gotta take us behind the curtain. Yeah, take you behind the uh, the Iron Curtain of Quakerism. <laughs> yes. Cool. Maybe we'll we'll do that in the next episode. The Iron Curtain of Quakerism with Sweet Tea and Sweet Pea. <laughs> That's our first rap album. Sweet Tea, Sweet Pea, the Iron Curtain of Quakerism. <laughs> that boys. Uh. Well, that's our show. It's a great second episode yeah. of the comics table. I had fun, and all of these great paper airplanes we received today. Yep. Messages from the future. Really fantastic. Messages from other universes. Oh, look at this picture we got. I think that's for you, Patrick. Oh, let me unfold it. I was going to use paper somehow for sound effect. I'm going to unfold this picture. Oh, dude, this is a drawing of Morgan Freeman. Uh... Raping some fat girl, but it looks like she is uh, conceding to it, consenting to it. That's the word. <laughs> I think. And, Morgan- say- and there's a thought bubble. And it's him saying, <laughs> "Long and black." <laughs> what is the line from the cigarette? Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye.